wanted to pick back up on our weekly hits with Aria Gerson, Vanderbilt beat writer for the Tennessee. And you can follow her on Twitter at Aria underscore Gerson. Aria, thanks so much for jumping back on with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's start off with the the elephant in the room, and that is the 60, what was it, 66 point differential between Alabama and and Vanderbilt set a record set a record by Alabama it's Alabama's in SEC. yeah yeah it set the set the point differential record for Alabama in SEC play so pretty cool it's uh a lot of play on Twitter with this and I think you've probably I know you've seen it too Aria <laughs> uh just Bandy AD do it I mean yeah. that was like the tweet that just kept getting retweeted and quote tweeted and uh what were your thoughts on that game from beginning to end because a lot of people were confused at just the starting five, which I know you've talked about a million times here. Yeah, I mean, what I can tell you is that we asked Sackhouse about the starting five and, you know, what what that was doing. And, and it was, you know, intended to send a message to certain players who he felt were, you know, not having the right attitude in practice. Um, you know, that's the same reason why Tyron Lawrence didn't play. Now, you know, what you what people think of that, people obviously are going to have their own opinion on uh, whether that is, you know, a good solution or not. But that was the reasoning that we were given for that starting lineup. Um, regardless, I think that uh, no matter who was in the game, it just was bad. Um, on Tuesday, you know, the the starting five that that they put out there didn't really do any better or worse than any other group. They all, you know, were not good. Uh, you know, you lose by fifty-seven points. There isn't really any, you know, positive takeaways from that. Uh, now, you know. It was on some level, like definitely that Alabama was was very motivated by their loss to Oklahoma when on Saturday. But you know, it's still not acceptable to be losing by by fifty seven points um, for really any reason. And I think that they have to be careful here that you know there's they're not losing the locker room that players aren't aren't quitting or turning out tuning out you know whether that is happening or not you know i'm not gonna speculate but you know that it needs to be pulled back you know and i think this weekend against Ole Miss is if there's a game that, that that's gonna happen you know that's a pretty good game for it to happen Aria, is that am i off base with this because i don't I'm not at the pressers like you are. I'm not I'm not as in touch on the beat as you are, you know. But Jerry Stackhouse seems to not really take like a firm accountability for like results. He'll be like, Well, we did this or we did this and I'm secure in this and 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 I mean as a former athlete, that frankly it just bothers me. Am I off base? Has he done that in these interviews? Because it's not it's not any soundbite or quote that I see. It just seems like, you know, to be quite frank, it seems like these roster change-ups and this non-practicing and this disciplinary stuff it just seems like excuses that's what it feels like to me am i off base with that what it seems from his press conferences is that he is intending to challenge the players to take accountability i think that's the intention of what he's doing 
to challenge the players to to take accountability for you know mm. i guess how they're practicing um and and how they're playing whether that's working i think is a question that you know whether whether that is sending the correct message you know i think is worth questioning i think the, the intention is to try to get players to take accountability instead of making excuses but you haven't seen a ton of like stackhouse himself saying that he takes accountability it's more of trying to challenge the players to do so from my perspective has there been a noticeable drop off of the fan base on an in-person stance like when we go to memorial is you know when i was in school Memorial was packed. It was energetic. Do you feel like it's losing that energy? Like when we saw with the Derek Basin years or maybe the first year of Clark Lee where, frankly, it was just, you know, low energy. Is that kind of the vibe around Vanderbilt basketball right now or is there some sort of optimism somewhere? Um, I mean, this season, like, as far now, as far as the attendance goes, that, I mean, it's, it's dropped off since COVID. Uh, it's actually better this year than it was last year, but – uh, uh, that's not to say a ton. Um, now, as far as actual vibe, I think that's not exactly the same question as the attendance, because I think the vibe, you know, uh, it's varied this season. I think there's been parts of the season where there's been more optimism. I think the Arkansas game is one I can point to that, you know, there actually was a pretty good crowd and there was a lot of optimism after that game. Um, but I think it's, it's probably going to be kind of hard to, to regain that after, you know, losing by 57 points. Um, I suppose it, it could be possible, but probably not, um, just, just from a vibes perspective, uh, you know, again, I don't know how many people are going to show up on Saturday or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's definitely vibes have definitely dropped off since that game, but it's also, I wouldn't say it's been one vibe the whole season. I say it's gone back and forth. Uh, talking with Ari Gerson, Vanderbilt beat writer for the Tennessean, this Ole Miss game coming up this Saturday, uh, one people showing up or not, uh, if Vandy doesn't show up and they lose that game to Ole Miss, what does that do for Stackhouse this season? I mean, there once again, there's already a large contingent of people that want Stackhouse out. Is a loss like that against Ole Miss, and let us just say, even if it's a close loss of any kind of caliber, is is that a is that going to be a real defining characteristic of this season, and why we may see Stackhouse moved on from at some point, maybe this off season or anything like that? Yeah. Well, so I'll say a couple. Th- things first is that just from a mid-season coaching changes in basketball are pretty rare unless there's a scandal and especially you know a lot of mid-season changes that do happen happen before conference play starts like in December and so I would not expect for there to be if there is a firing for it to happen you know immediately like now if, if that happens it would probably be you know in March um with that being said I think that as far as you know evaluating that 
that situation goes, I wouldn't say it's one game per se. I would, you know, if they lose to Ole Miss, that's not good, but it's not, you know, the one thing that's gonna, you know, get him fired or whatever. It would be more of like just another, you know, thing that, that, you know, they, they also lost to Grambling and they haven't made the tournament and, you know, they lost by 57 to Alabama and, you know, all those various things that, that could be adding up. Um, but I don't think that losing to Ole Miss would be like the thing that that would be the catalyst for that, if you know what I'm saying. I think right. it would just be more of like there's too many of these sort of things that have been happening as opposed to that being the one like horrible thing. But yeah, certainly up. I think that they, they need to beat I mean, they need to beat Ole Miss. I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm just saying that I don't think that would be the thing. I think it would be one of the things. Go check her out on Twitter. Follow all her work there at Aria underscore Gerson. Also, can see her in the Tennessee and Vanderbilt beat writer. Aria, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Yep, thank you. Always good stuff from Aria. We got.